Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol Jean. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside. Happy Tuesday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. A big Thursday night, Mike Harmon. We got college basketball all over the place. It's only Tuesday, buddy. Oh, it's Tuesday, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm so excited. I'm getting, buddy. You're I'm excited. You're so jacked buddy. up excited. trying to get to Saturday morning. I know. I'm, I'm jacked up, man. I'm jacked up about all of it. I'm you want to get up, right buddy. past Bills, Patriots, and get yeah. right into oh, <laughs> right into U.S. Re- Netherlands. Oh man, I'm waiting for nine uh, six a.m. Saturday morning. Come on, let's hit so fast forward. I want to get there, man. Woo! No, what I'm bummed though. My, my my soccer watching buddy is going to be on a uh, showcase trip in Arizona. So my daughter's going to be out of town. I'm like, oh. who am I, I going to be texted with at 6 a.m.? So I guess I'll yeah. harass you. 
Yeah, sure. So you, you're you know that old meet up for Bloody Marys? What do you think? No, you're not even going to go to sleep. You're going to just stay up all the way until the game and then go to sleep after the game. I might. That's what you're going to do. That's going to be your thing. And then my da- my older daughter's got her play all weekend uh, down at, at Redondo Union. So I, I got that to, to go help with and, and such in the evening. So I will need that power nap. Wait, are you going to actually between. be in the play? Do you have a role in the play? Is, is it I, on the roof? What are you doing? I've debated walking on. It okay. is a play called She Kills Monsters, uh, and, and there's wow. a big Dungeons & Dragons component to it. Do you get to be the monster that she kills? That would be pretty cool. I, I think I might go out there and uh, let them vanquish me. Look at this monster. He's in a purple Northwestern jersey and a fedora and shorts. We must kill him no, no, right no, no, away. No, no, no. Hey, hey, look. Northwestern already got slayed 11 times this year. That, that's just overkill at this point. Oh, I mean, so you'd today be, they announced the firings of a number of coaches immediately. Like, you'd be more over. Bye. You'd be more like Shooter in uh, in Hoosiers, <laughs> wandering on the court. Hey, let's go. It's assistant coach. Let's get, get him off. Let's get him off here. Uh, but, yes, clearly the story of the day, the Knicks 30-point win over the Pistons. No, the story of the day, the United States is through. Dude, if we could play the Pistons every day, we really would go 82-0. and 0, And we oh, wouldn't play that, a close game. We beat the, the Pistons by it. 30 every time, every single time. Amazing. Yeah, lost it. Lost in everything that's been going on in the sporting world is people wondering how long uh, Cade Cunningham will be out. Ooh, uh, but, but that's it. And UCLA Dodger Frank already coming up. Jason explains how Mike White won the game versus Iran today. <laughs> he did actually. I don't know if you saw. He actually threw the pass to Pulisic for the goal. I don't know if you saw that or not. And the thing is, he got the ball out of his hand really fast. Right, he was able to get it out there, and and you know it was a great play. I mean, Mike White did it. I, mean, I, I can't blame him. He, he sets things up. Things happen. You yeah, heard the, the whole crowd there and in, in, in oh, guitar yeah. in, in guitar chanting Mike White's name. You heard that in the, in the middle of the first half, right? No, for as long as you and I have been doing the show together, what's my mantra during baseball season? Get runners on, right? He gets on base. And yeah. sometimes you got to take one for the team. Pulisic not only scored the goal, but you oh. want to talk about the ultimate sacking up for your yeah. country. Yeah. Good I God, see, I, like, I like what you did right there. The the dominal abdominal air. What, what is Jesse Ventura called? The dominal abdominal region uh, that Pulisic got hurt on. Yeah, uh, the United States moves on to the knockout round after defeating Iran one nothing. Christian Pulisic scoring a goal that's going to go down like Landon Donovan's goal against Algeria 10 years ago, uh, putting the United States into the knockout round. They'll face the Netherlands on Saturday. I'll tell you in a second why I feel great about the United States going forward in every game, but we kind of have to hear what Pulisic's goal sounded like on Telemundo, don't we? Don't we got to hear the Telemundo call? Well, I think we could probably get it from all over the world if we yeah. really wanted to do that for the next four hours. Every country. Uh, no, just kidding. But here it is. Alex Tyshirt calling the game on Telemundo. Here <laughs> is Christian Pulisic's goal against Iran. Hola, amigos. He's coming in the back. It's one more Pulisic. <laughs> That's all I got. No, that was pretty good. And no, then you ended by saying bad. goal. You ended with a goal. Oh, goal. There you go. Should I keep going? No, yeah, yeah, dude. Well, if you've got the breath to do it because you didn't skip cardio day, that's good. Dude, you go until you run out of breath. That's the whole thing. Oh, gosh. We might be here till break. Yeah, no, no. You go until, yeah, well, yeah, considering how healthy you are, I think you can probably hold a note for a while. Hey, Jason. Yeah, what's up, Frostberg? You're not getting a goal until you really set it up, man. You can't just say it like that. You got to set it up. This is an epic goal. Oh, okay. I'll I'll, I'll set it up a little bit better. So, Zach Wilson is benched. (laughs) <laughs> and that doesn't look good for the Jets. 
and nothing looks good because of the way we lost to the Patriots. And then they decide to go to Mike White, and suddenly everything was new. Mike White is throwing passes up and down the field, spraying the ball across the football field like he's Peyton Manning as a rookie. I'm going here. I'm getting everybody involved. But against Iran, things got a little difficult. Iran was playing back the entire first half, right? They were wasting time from the first 20 seconds when they had a free kick, and it took them three minutes to set up a free kick that? from 10 feet inside the middle of the field. I'm like, okay, they're just they're, they would be they'd be completely happy. I was just here for 10 minutes and not do anything. They're wasting time the entire first half. The entire they got well, they everybody had that back. One barrage that was about 45 seconds long, which might have been the most stressful. Like, you, you coach your daughter's squad. Mm. I mean, when you have that and you can't clear the zone, oh, yeah. no matter what you're doing, and it's coming right back in, like, all right, this is going to end badly. You're yelling, just get it out. Like, you're inching. It's like, just clear the clear the puck. Like, the old dump and chase Blackhawks mm-hmm. of the mm. mid-90s. Just get it out of the zone, man. Yeah, there, there's no there's no find. There, there's no find your outlet. There's no find your mid. There's No, no it's just, just get, just rid of the get ball. it out. Everybody <laughs> yeah. needs a break. We need to take a breath. Just kick the ball out. But this is what's happening. And Mike White is finding difficulty trying to penetrate Iran's defense. It was not happening. They got everybody back. I like what you did there. That's how you set it up? Well, yes, you wanted the epic way to set it up. I'm setting it up with the best quarterback in the NFL. What do you want me to do? You literally gave the least epic way. (laughs) 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 On degrees of epicness, where does this rate? Can we put up a poll question with that? (laughs) It was an 11-pass sequence. For the United States. And it ended like this. Tyler. Is there one more? Now the What's so good about that call? Uh, there it is on Telemundo. Christian Pulisic's goal gets the United States by Iran one nothing, and now we're in the knockout stage against the Netherlands. And it was it was so nerve wracking at the end because look, this is why I loved Clint Dempsey because I'm you know watching the game with a little bit more critical eye because knowing soccer a little bit more how I do coaching it, the substitutions he made in the 80th minute were awful. Right, like, like, and I feel bad because Haji Wright's a local kid, right? He's from around, he's from my neighborhood, and and I'm like, oh man, dude, you are really bad. And these these substitutions just gave Iran so much momentum. And the last 20 minutes, because there's nine minutes of extra time, it's like, oh my god, come on, guys, we got to do something. It's so bleep and nerve wracking. But the United States held on, and I said it this morning before the game. I love the United States winning this game and showing they're the better team because you can break down Greg Berhalter and his bad substitutions. You can break down how the United States sometimes doesn't play up to par, but this is who the United States is. And this is, you can steal this and take this. I, I, I give everybody permission. The United States, they play to the level of the opponent and the importance of the game. 
And once you understand that, everything else makes sense. doesn't mean it's right. I mean, if you're a soccer factor and you want to be a great team, you play great every week, right? You, you're, you know, that's how you do it in, in Germany and France. This is how it's done. But this is who the United States has been the last couple of years while the World Cup qualifying. They'll look unbelievable in the Gold Cup against Mexico. And then, and then in a World Cup qualifying game against a rollover team, they look like they're not even interested in being out on the pitch, right? But this is who the United States is. The bigger the game – the better the team, the better they play. I knew we were going to get a great effort by them today. I thought they'd get a couple of more goals, but Pulisic getting hurt kind of hurt that a little bit. I felt great about today. I feel great about the Netherlands on Saturday. The bigger the game is, the better the opponent, the better we play. I feel awesome going into this weekend. Yeah, as we're talking, you know, just to open the couple of barrages, but then it became a, all right, which team wants to play defense more? Right, and that down the stretch. I, I hate playing that, that way down down the stretch. Right? One oh yes, obviously protect, but it's it's maddening. Like that last nine minutes took forever. But we watch it in the NBA, we watch it in the NFL. I mean you watched it this past weekend, uh, San Francisco, New Orleans, you know, pick your N- NFL team. Are they up for this game? Eh. It's hard to be up for all you know, seventeen that you play, right? Same thing here, as you're trying to pace yourself, you're trying to feel games out, and sometimes it gets away just that fast. But as they they come together, what's the average age? What is it, 24 and a half? Oh, yeah, third like youngest that. team, right? Second right? youngest team, Right, so yeah. in terms of playing together, all of those things in, in big pressure situations, it, it's, it's, a new, it's a new look, right? Because friendlies are – it has some juice, but not – anything to you know even boarding a plane right <laughs> when you get get ready for the world cup uh and, and the expectations being so huge and Pulisic scoring the goal why it's such a a big deal is you know he's the next right he's been anointed that for how many years how many years have we known oh, it's uh, been five Pulisic? years for Pulisic right it's been, it was it was the year leading up to the world cup we didn't qualify for and then it was hey you know are we still that same team is he still that guy yeah, so go back in time. Like, just as long as you and I have been doing the show, we've cycled through two or three guys to get to Pulisic. Yeah, he's next. Mm-hmm. No, he's next. And, and to come onto the stage, I mean, there, there's a much different spotlight, that, especially because the, everybody now becomes a critic uh, of what you're, you're doing, who, you know, including the loudest mouths in the game that normally aren't paying attention except to see a score or where there's a hot take to talk about dismantling things. And so all of that comes together and you get into this echo chamber, not to mention, you know, the circumstances uh, of this particular match. Like that, that was the biggest thing for, for this one, right? Pressure early. And then it was a lot of attacking. They had a couple of uh, big chances, did Iran early in the second half um, breakdowns defensively and then wide open shots that sailed wide or, 15 feet above the net like there was a shot at the 69th minute where i'm just like how did you not at least keep that on net like just to to give your guys a chance at a, at a rebound but it, it is to for the u.s now and bird Bert halters you know a guy that the criticism continues to come and, and will the substitution patterns will we'll talk with one of our esteemed uh friends of the show and experts to to all of this but you know, trying to figure out how you you roll through to the next level and what Netherlands can bring on, on Saturday. But, you know, just exciting to still be 
talking U.S. men's national when normally it's all right, it's the women and the women and the women, which is fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. Levels of dominance. But to have men's soccer start to make a name and, and show more consistent effort against uh, big-time opponents like England and then a game here against Iran with everything on the line to put forth this effort was just a, a huge step forward. Mm. You know, just right before I'm saying to myself, Christian Pulisic cannot take any more set pieces. His corners it's and awful. his free kicks have been awful. They've been garbage yeah. the entire well, He's World not getting past the first defender. No, it's the like, the dude, I, 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 what is happening to you? Are you what, trying to he, kick and, it into the guy's chest? I mean, right, <laughs> you think you're going to take him out? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> did you, do you have the ball with the goalie magnet on it that it's finding, it's finding the other player, right? Have, and then he makes that play to score the goal, and I go, oh, my goodness, he is him. He is him. It's Pulisic. Yeah, just take uh, that other part away. That That is ooh. the one piece of everything that if you were to get at, at Ber, Berhalter about decision-making, that's the one that I don't think anybody can have a question. It's like, why does he continue to kick free kicks? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. We talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. That's discover.com slash redeem rewards terms. They do apply. Well, outside of the United States moving on to the knockout round in the World Cup today, an absolutely stunning uh, turn of events. They played terrific. They get the Netherlands on Saturday. It's exciting. Uh, The latest college football poll came out. The penultimate, it's a word you're hearing a lot. It's a good word. Penultimate college football playoff poll is out, which means it's the next to last one. Uh, And there's not a lot of surprises, but the potential for chaos is there. All right, now, to no one's surprise, uh, the top four are Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and USC. Right, the four undefeated teams—they're all playing this weekend for or USC with one loss, but they're all playing this weekend for a conference championship. Just behind them are Ohio State and Alabama. There they these are. These are the these are the only six teams that have any shot at it. Because here's what to know from the college football playoff poll: first things first, Georgia and Michigan can lose this week. It doesn't matter; they're still in. They're undefeated teams. Big-time Power 5 teams. Michigan just crushed uh, Ohio State at Ohio State. Georgia's undefeated all year. Even if they lose in the conference they're not going to, but even if they lose in the conference championship game with one loss, they're getting it. Now, they'll be the three and four seeds. They'll be the lowest seeds, but it's hard to move anybody up ahead of them. They will just drop in the playoff order if they want. Again, I don't see it, but if they lose, they'll still stay in. How dare you dismiss Purdue so so quickly. I, I'm not. What's Purdue's record? Six and five. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, it didn't take much to win that. Uh, come on, that division. Come but on, reinforcements in the coaching side are coming. I mean, <laughs> uh, now they they can muddy up a game though. Like, and, and the question, you know, against the better opponents, will they be able to do it? And can can they rise up uh, in this huge spot? Eight and four overall, six and three in conference, winners of three straight. But it's just one of those that it's it's the Big Ten, man. Every every now and again, you just have this this gut feeling that it can get. It's like when Northwestern uh, gave Ohio State a scare a few weeks back. Everything converges, and you have the strange weather or whatever. They they still should have had the athletes to just beat the hell out of them, given how poorly Northwestern played all year, and they didn't. With Purdue, just one of those uh, I don't know gut, and they probably lose by forty. 
but I'm just throwing it up as the don't just assume that it moves forward unfettered. No, and they could look. Aiden O'Connell, terrific quarterback. He's going to wind up playing this week. Remember, his brother died a few days ago. He's going to continue to play, and it and it and you know, all best thoughts to him and his family. He's a terrific quarterback. I've seen him play a lot, and so yeah, no, it's there for them. But the, the you, you know could could Purdue win? Yeah, you know, look, you're on the field. Anything can happen. But even if they do lose, those teams aren't going to get suddenly knocked out of the top four. Right, like Ohio State's not going to jump ahead of Michigan and into the top four when when Michigan just beat the crap out of Ohio State. So even if they both lose, they're both going to stay in. Now here's where the chaos comes in mm-hmm. because TCU and USC, if they both win, they're in. It's obvious that's what's happened. TCU would be an undefeated Power Five conference team, and we can argue how good they are. But you win the Big Twelve, you're undefeated. Okay, you get to go. Same thing for USC. We told you the rock star. Uh, uh, image of them, how well they're playing offensively. It's a one-loss Pac-12 team. The Pac-12 is actually pretty good this year. So, yeah, because both of these teams can win conference championships with zero loss or one loss, they're going to win and get in. That's pretty simple. Now, here's where the chaos gets you. Is if TCU or USC lose, which clearly could happen. USC, we've seen them lose games like this before in the past. Hey, all they got to do is win. Nope, USC winds up losing. If well, it's also one a of team those teams literally lost to, yeah. This if, year. One, if one of those teams loses, Ohio State is getting in. All right, you, they, the, you know Kevin Warren doesn't have to do any more politicking like he did right after the Ohio State Michigan game. Well, Ohio State deserves a breath. Okay, dude, take it easy. They just got boat raced by twenty-two at home. Okay, let's just stop for a second. But the committee sees Ohio State as being that good. Even though I think Ohio State's a little overrated. I don't know if they ever really put it together this year, but but the committee loves them. So I'm telling you how it's going to go is that if if TCU or USC lose, USC's easy. It's a two-loss team. Ohio State will get in ahead. Now, if both of them lose, Ohio State and Alabama are both going to get in. And that's going to be your big thing. Wait a minute. A two-loss Alabama team can get in? And then we get into a big debate of, hey, do the games really matter if you were just going to find a way to take Alabama? But here's where the college football committee can sit back and say, yes, we like Alabama, because you're not excluding a conference champion. And that's the big thing. This, you, that's why you can say, well, is TCU that good? TCU's undefeated Power 5 conference champion. That kind of ends the all conversation right there. When you want to say, well, but Alabama's got two losses. USC's got two. Alabama's got two losses. TCU has one loss. Um, I'm sorry. TCU and USC are not conference champions. That's the big thing. That's what's going to allow Ohio State and Alabama to move in ahead because the committee can say, we believe these teams are better. And there's not enough of an argument that's going to stop them from saying, yeah, no matter what we do, we lose all credibility if we put Alabama up in the top four. But if they're not conference champions, then we can do it. And then we can put Ohio State and Alabama in. And while you can argue it, you can't say it's completely without merit. If they were conference champions, they were in. They had it in there. They had everything they could. Do all I had to do is win on Saturday. They're both playing quote inferior type opponents. You got to win that game and move on to the playoff. You could have done that. You didn't. So now you left it up to us. So now it's up to us to figure out who to put in. And we are saying that Alabama and Ohio State are better than TCU and USC. That's how it's going to go. Well, never leave it for the judges, right? We got a couple of, of huge spreads that are in the mix, right? Michigan's uh, sixteen and a half or seventeen point favorite on Purdue. Georgia seventeen point favorite against LSU. And then we move over to the other side where we've got field goal spreads 
Uh, K-State TCU is two and a half. USC is a three-point favorite against Utah. So in those scenarios, and when we look at the the process, and we've got two lost teams, remember, not all losses are going to look the same. Right, and the Ohio State thing is is interesting just because the loss was a bludgeoning, right? That's where the meme of "stop, stop, he's already dead" was used repeatedly in that second half, uh, as Michigan stomped all over them. Uh, whereas you look at, and this is where even creeping in with one of those teams in the top four losing gets interesting with Alabama sitting there is you lost to Tennessee. Right, 52-49 in a crazy-ass game on the road. And then you lose the thriller at LSU by a point in overtime. And so those are, if we're going to do the old quality loss thing, you, you can even get into quantities, one better than two. Those are better losses than what Ohio State showed against Michigan. And you can see where all of a sudden there's a reversal of fortune going, well, you know, Alabama, you know, showed more in their schedule and they didn't get bludgeoned like that. So uh, there, that's the other chaos part of it is the, these rankings are so fluid. Their decision making is so fluid because tell me they haven't all gotten members of the committee uh, nine billion text messages and phone calls since these were released of lobbyists. I mean, it's like being in Washington. What about our guy? What about you know that third down play there? What about this? So, dude, you, uh, you, there's you plenty talk of to chaos Kevin Warren, here, man. man. I can't talk to Kevin Warren again. You talk. You take the meeting with him. You take the lunch with him up on the hill. But, I can't but, meet with Kevin Warren again on this. But legitimately, he can lobby all he wants. We watched the with our eyes a team get get absolutely beaten to where there was there was nothing left. Right, this is the Terminator getting crushed. Spoiler alert! Back in the film in in 1984, where the light goes out of his eyes. That's what happened to Ohio State. So trying to make an argument that no, no, they were a really good team until they met a far superior, far meaner, grinded out kind of team that just ran over them in Michigan, which is weird. Weird to say, because everybody has to at least soften maybe for a moment their Jim Harbaugh takes. But the the reality is that, you know, that one game to me stands out so much more than, all right, you, you lost a couple of hard-fought games to teams that were in the top seven, top ten when you played them. You know, and, and, and to widen this out a little bit further, if we're going to argue over yeah. who is getting in right there. By, by the way, and that's me, the Big Ten apologist, making no, that I know. argument that's against dude, the dude, heavyweight. <laughs> dude, Kevin Warren is going to call. I think he's calling you right now. He's going to want to get on the phone. Block, block your number. He's going to call you the rest of the show. I might the get fired like Pat Fitzgerald took out all those guys on the defensive <laughs> side of the ball today. Uh, but – for everyone who says, and this is the big argument that, that you, the only argument you hear about expanding the playoff to 12 teams is you hear, oh, the specialness of Ohio State, Michigan will go away. The specialness of conference championship <laughs> games could go away. That's the only thing you get. Oh, the specialness goes away. Okay, okay, I, I get that. And, I, and that's a good point because there's so, there was so much at stake last week for Michigan, Ohio State. I understand. I understand that. But – isn't it okay to sacrifice those couple of games at the end for allowing billions of dollars for allowing <laughs> Ohio State, Alabama, Tennessee, Penn State, Clemson, all these really good two-loss teams, right? Utah potentially gets in, Washington attending to, maybe Florida State or everybody's darling LSU. 
doesn't it make up for it the fact that we're putting more teams in the playoffs and giving the top 10 to 12 teams in all of college football a chance to say, hey, we're better. We got to win our way up, and there's going to be buys and, and the way it should be for everything else. But it, doesn't that doesn't that outweigh everything else? Okay, we lose like two or three special games. Yeah, but then we gain Ohio State, Washington, and Alabama, Utah, and Tennessee, Clemson, and 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 Al, you know, Penn State and TCU. We gain all these games. We gain more teams. We gain more popularity. That should be enough to tell you that okay, expanding the twelve teams in the playoff. Nope. Yes, we're gonna lose a little bit of the top four, but I think that works. I mean, that should be enough. What was that, uh, Frostburg? I said, nope. What's next, Jason? You're going to open it up to like 47 teams so Syracuse can get in? Oh, dude, I got to go more than that. I, 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 if we went to the top 50 teams, I think Syracuse can get in. I was close at 47. Yeah, we 40, can do that. 37? What are Shut, shut up. up. Uh, yeah, I, I'm all for the expansion. Come on. Hey, of course hey, you listen, are. Listen, You're a Northwestern listen. fan. And let, let me tell you this. I don't know what that means. We went 1-11. We, we ain't crawling back there for a while. Speaking of expansion. I got to the Knicks. Spend, no, no, no. I got to <laughs> spend all my efforts on expanding the NCAA tournament because Syracuse lost by 30 to Illinois tonight. So that's the only way we're getting yeah. in. We got to get that we final call to like 100 teams. <laughs> no, we don't need that final call. We don't, oh, you know, we don't need We got to get it. No, we don't need it. We, we don't need it. As long as there's a mention of Bayheim <sighs> looking what? sullen, despondent, wondering if he can bring his kids to play more yeah. minutes. Or Buddy whatever. diapers. No, I, know. I know. This is not going to be a good year. It's not. Uh, little. Buddy type. <laughs> but get ready. Get ready for K- TCU, USC lose. Get ready. Why are you even putting that out there? Because it could happen because they play a game and someone's going to win and someone's going to lose. Because it's more interesting that there way. There we go. If they just win, it's like, eh. Yeah, that's right? great. It's like, but right? Lose, well, I mean, we already know the Heisman. Now it's, hey, what was the margin of victory for Caleb Williams? Unless something really happened. Because I think the uh, things are before the uh, conference title games, right? Uh-huh. So, yeah. like, even with a terrible effort, it's not taken away. So he wins. There's no excitement there, so I, I, I need some chaos somewhere else. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C. And trending topics on social media. As well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Mike White, Mike White, Mike White, Mike. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm an ass man. There's another quarterback in green we have to get to here for a few minutes. Yes, I know. Mike White is on everybody. I know, I know, I know. He's so good. If you have an MVP vote, it needs to be Mike White. Whoa, but whoa, last whoa, night, whoa. Come on. Oh, of course, yeah, it's got to be Mike White. It's got to be. You just wait. You wait till he wins a Super Bowl. Dreams again. Wait till he wins a Super Bowl, man. Oh, it's going to be so great. His story. The Cowboys drafted him back in 2018, and they're going to have to say to Jerry Jones, "Hey, dude, how did you not go with him?" He's got. Well, um, I didn't know that uh, he was on the team. Uh, didn't know. Uh, uh, I didn't. Uh, uh, you know, I don't. Uh, but uh, we paid Dak a lot of money. So they're uh, now chanting, uh, "You chose Dak. You chose Dak." <laughs> uh, but. Last night, we told you the Packers need to step up and they need to tell Aaron Rodgers, hey, this is for the good of the team. Our team is out of it, right? We're not playing well. We're done. We're not a playoff team. We're finished. You now have two injuries. So you need to sit and we need to get a look at Jordan Love the rest of this season because we need to know how we're going to operate in the offseason, whether it's, hey, Jordan Love is pretty good and we can trade him for something because we owe you a lot of money or 
boy, we really like Jordan Love. We're going to figure out a way to worry about that $90 million dead cap hit and spread that out and move on with Jordan Love as our guy and trade you someplace else. This is what the Packers need to do. They need to stand up and get in Aaron Rodgers' face and say, dude, this is about what's good for the franchise. Because what Aaron Rodgers did earlier today was he jumped out ahead of things because he doesn't want Jordan Love to see the field. He doesn't want, he doesn't want there to be any kind of cra- – he wants to be in control of whatever goes on with the Packers. And when Jordan Love sees the field, he loses that. Here is Aaron Rodgers from today on the Pat McAfee show saying, oh, injuries? No, 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 I'm feeling pretty good. Obviously, I think about the future all the time. You know, we're not eliminated. We got a chance to run run the last five and and uh, see where we stand after that. So that's the focus for me. Uh, you know, I might miss practice uh, Wednesday. Would not be a full contributor, but that's kind of been standard for the last I don't know six seven weeks. Go to my uh, one of my favorite places to play down in Chicago, and hopefully. Uh, you know, get a big win, get into the bye week, get healthy, and see where we can get to. Four and eight. Okay, you're four just, and eight. Four I just like how he slid into eight. the Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, my yeah, favorite place my, to play. Uh, favorite places to play. Oh, I love that. Might as well I just can, hold it up the double bird right there. I can tell the fans I still own you. Yeah. No, it's what he wants to do. Oh, so, he is trying to make it awkward for the Packers to sit him down. Hey, I'm healthy. I'm feeling good. I got good news, he said today, on the injury front. I'm excited to go play as long as we're still in it. I want to go play. We're not mathematically eliminated. I want to go play. He is pressuring the Packers into backing off making that decision to play Jordan Love. And this is where the Packers got to say, sorry, man, we're going to stand up to you for the first time in like two and a half years. We watched you criticize us for two years, and then we gave you $50 million a year, which looks like a bad investment. So you know what? Now it's our turn. It's our turn to stand up and say, hey, Aaron, you sit down and shut up for five minutes because we're going to tell you what needs to go because that is what's best for the team. You need to see Jordan Love play because either you know we can go forward with him, we can go forward by trading him, we can go forward by letting him go. And, and But we need to see him play because we can't have him on the roster for $20 million next year and you on the roster as well. The season's over. And you can't just throw Jordan Love out there for two games because you don't know if that's going to do it. If you put him out there for two games at the end of the season against teams that have been eliminated, are you really going to get a, a read on what kind of quarterback he is? He needs extensive time to play so you can say, hey, these this five-week sample was a pretty good sample. It's down the stretch against teams that are fighting, that are playing. This is a pretty good – we know what we have for Jordan Love going on next year. They need to do that and tell Aaron Rodgers, you sit, you are done playing playing football this year because Aaron and Aaron Rodgers knows it which is why he's taken that tack already by trying to get out in front of the story well and, and again just given the level of success against the Bears and watching how horrid that defense has been all season long let alone the last four to five weeks that that's also a, a stat pattern that's also a I continue my dominance, right, and add another win, so that would be 24-5. and five. Um, The strength of schedule for the Packers, we talked about it a bit last night. you got the Bears, you got the Rams and the Lions on the downside, and then you have the Vikings and Dolphins in their final five games. There's just, just so much of the, the mind games that, that go into this, uh, and Aaron Rodgers trying to make sure he keeps some of that power position uh, and immediately downplaying the severity of the injury that on Sunday he talked about like he, he saw his professional future flash before his eyes. 
right, as he was running to the tunnel. I thought I punctured along and everything else. And now it's like, no, I'm good. I got some good news. I'm ready to go. Let's go. Uh, we're not out of this yet. So, uh, and, and in the NFC, well, the, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. But uh, like we talked about with Jason Lock and Four yesterday, you do have a ton of issues on that squad. And unfortunately, it all falls at the feet of the quarterback. Like, he, he's in the position because, you know, everybody has the liking problem with him in that they don't after the last couple of years that all the daggers are out. So all of the deficiencies of the team that was built are just, yeah, it's all Aaron Rodgers' fault. It's like, it's not really. Devontae Adams didn't leave because the Packers didn't want to pay him money. He wanted to go play in Vegas with his old, old buddy car. It wasn't a – he liked – him more. So I guess, yes, it was an Aaron Rodgers thing, but it wasn't a dollars and cents. So, yeah, and go on down the line. Aaron Rodgers doesn't play defense and get run over time and again. Be strong, Packers. Do what's best for your team. Sit him down. Play Jordan Love. It's what has to happen. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets Swollen Dome. Coming up next. Hey, you want to be a big media star? We'll tell you how. This is Fox Sports Radio. F*** you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.